Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. way to start yeah a the yawn. huge yawn <laughs> so listen um we're having a babe emergency i want to be paul frank with the viewers what's the babe emergency viewership is down oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is down it is so down what the fuck we don't know what's going on because it feels like in my echo chamber that it's doing really well Mm -hmm. and i feel like we're really thriving and succeeding and really on the verge of world fame world renowned but the numbers fame and awards the numbers don't lie so (laughs) no but the numbers say otherwise the The numbers say that we're tanking and (laughs) we're we might not get renewed for another season there's been a little bit of a dip we're not going to get renewed for season two yeah I don't know. We'll see. But no, we have we have some tricks up our sleeve. Um, we want to start having guests because I think it's really fun to talk to people about moments that they've babed hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but Laura, Laura um, is not quite at the level. I've that- literally. This is a lie. <laughs> I've always. Here's the deal. We record this. No, pod- no, you you want to do it? I know you're on board. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the problem? Well, you just can't do it. <laughs> Well, no, so well we, I don't we have the to technology yeah. to have. I have the technology for me and one other guest. Yes. And if we have a different guest, we only have two microphones. So then that person would have to share a microphone and that just doesn't work. But it goes wise. beyond us getting another microphone. It goes into then editing. Yeah. It just is like. It's a lot. It's a lot. Because I already produce, edit, right. and record this entire journey right so what i tell ryan is that i would love to have a guy i would love 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 have a guest yes please yes but in order to have a guest ryan has to meet me halfway and pay and- well no i i'm down i want to yeah so we're gonna we're probably gonna do that so uh, I don't appreciate how you're trying to confront me right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally trying to cause drama and conflict. I love right confrontation on the you podcast. Love confrontation. I love podcast. starting off with a confrontation. Someone had said what? like in our, we got a lot of people taking the listener survey, which was awesome. Thank you. You everyone. mean the reader survey? Yeah. The viewer survey. <laughs> the viewer survey. And <laughs> someone was like, because it, it, in the survey it asked like, do you have any dislikes about the podcast? And someone wrote, it's kind of awkward when they call each other out, but it's fine, really. Uh, <laughs> really? But I'm calling you out for literally trying to start this episode off by creating conflict and drama with me. Well, I'm just trying. We literally I'm had just this trying conversation. To viewership. <laughs> well, obviously the viewers. This is, sweeps. this is like this is a sweeps episode. Obviously, the viewers would love other guests, yeah. but you need to do the work if you want that to happen. No, no. We, and we are. So I think, I think when I wrap well in grace, which is at the end of January, um, we, February, we'll start, we'll start to roll out episodes yeah. every once in a while with guests. Yeah. Which I think will be fun. And we also are working on getting babe merch. 
Uh, we, yeah. We're and that's going to be really fun. Yeah, it's we're a gonna, journey. We're going to we, do one t-shirt. We're going to start with one t-shirt. We're going to do limited edition so it will sell out and we'll look chic. Yeah. We will look chic. Mm-hmm. And the t-shirt will be chic. Yeah. But, um, but so we're in the beginning stages of doing that. Yeah. It's so going to be good. we're moving forward. Yeah. I really wanted a Ryan picture. Ryan has lots of ideas what? and like big like big ideas, but doesn't understand that like that requires a lot of work and well, that's why through. we're paring it down. Yeah. So I originally wanted a picture of Lindsay Lohan passed out in the drive in the passenger seat wearing the American Apparel hoodie. You guys know any babe would know what yeah. this picture is, and I just wanted a photo of that with the words "babe" underneath it. But um, that's illegal, and we will get sued because that's not our photo. Yeah, we can't just use like, so photos. It'll be a little bit more pared down than that, but it'll still be good. You know you'll like it yeah my i just want to have merch that i myself would wear because i'm a merch hound and it's like really important to me as laura wanted know. like tie-dye or like like she literally was like let's make it like 80s band shirts yeah and i was like no well ryan has weird taste in merch i just we, wanted to oh. what i'm realizing <laughs> about our like when we decided to talk about babe merch is that we have really different approaches of what kind of like merch we like to wear and buy like right now i'm wearing a tie-dye shirt for a dead cover band called jerry's middle finger and ryan's wearing a black shirt with white lettering that says i'm a mess so, so neither neither are, of us are operating at our full potential today yeah like <laughs> we, oh no i love this no i'm 100 percent down i love this shirt okay it's my gym shirt. It just came from the gym. Mm-hmm. Well, so we're Ryan and I, it's going to be a real babe journey to figure out where our middle ground lies and yeah. where we both feel happy about the merch that's happening. Yeah. That it represents me and my sensibilities. Oh my God. It's going to be us like going to the factories. As a fashionista. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> like doing like samples, like, like magnifying glass, more samples. Like, yeah. sw- like swatch samples, swath, mm-hmm. wait, swatch, swatch, swatch samples. So, I mean, let getting us our, know. Like involved. I love like a vintage rock tea inspired journey. And I, I think I could, I had, I know I like artists that could do it. Moment of whatever. Ryan I like a simple likes, white tea with lettering. Yeah. But Ryan likes like a simple white tea with lettering. Which I find to be a little, but basic. I think I think that like doing it like an eighties concert tea makes it too busy, too busy, Phil- too busy Phillips. I disagree, and I love <laughs> well, busy Phillips, the, so the, I'm the, ready for let it. The, let the readers decide what they want. Well, no, we'll decide. <laughs> <laughs> I'm open to their feedback, of course. See, Lara turning her back on the on the readers. No, I'm open to feedback, but I ultimately it has to be you and my journey yeah, of deciding, and it requires trust. And I realized, <laughs> and I realized too that I need to trust you. But yeah, then you need to trust me too. You need to trust me. I trust you. Okay, you have trust issues. I do have a lot of trust <laughs> issues. The merch conversation brought them you, out in a yeah, real way. The wall, law, the I wall, like, wall I immediately don't. goes up. <laughs> you get triggered. <laughs> quickly get really you get triggered quick and i'm just like okay (laughs) i know but you need to i think you need to just call me out when i'm getting like triggered like that i need to be check i need some checks and balances okay we'll see we'll see what all happens i'm on the edge of my seat Uh, what what i need checks and balances with my triggers okay i'm telling you god we will okay okay well pray for us <laughs> like literally the rest of the listeners that were left like dropped off i know they're like anyway we get our analytics talk and it's like two listens it's just me on soundcloud listening <laughs> over and over and over oh honey oh um okay so 
Laura also wants things to be uh, a th- based around a theme, which I kind of like. I think, well, I'm saying, what can we do to like make this podcast to like, what can we do harness the power to make this podcast live up to its true potential? And I was like, why don't we just have a theme week to week and then we can riff off of that. But then it like becomes like, oh, we're going to talk about this and then it'll inspire other journeys based off a theme. Okay. So which th- Ryan is what? really no, it I'm took down. a long time. I'm down. Oh, but we're okay. Oh, I'm so down. So we're this week now. we're gonna talk about body. Bodies. Bodies and hair? And hair, because that's hair? part of the body. Um we're just gonna talk body journeys. Times that you've babed out with your bod, which is kind of I don't know. I mean I've babed out with my hair before. What do like you mean? a lot. What I feel well, I feel like Remember when you were going blonde for two years? Well, it took two years to do it. I know. Uh, you don't, unless it took you're two years literally and thousands of dollars. Yeah. Unless you're like Kim Kardashian and you can spend like $8,000 going perfectly platinum blonde <laughs> in a day, which is pretty much what that would take. Like it would take 24 hours to get like your hair from dark, dark black or dark brown hair to then platinum, perfect platinum hair. Oh my God. It's not like. Like the misconception about hair is that you can just like do it cheaply or going blonde. You can just do it in one fell swoop, but you really are risking a lot by doing that. I learned that. And like, so it took me two years because I was getting, I went blonde by getting just highlights. So I would get highlights and then highlights over highlights and you just get, (laughs) you get like eight to 10 rounds of highlights and you go blonder and blonder. blonder. But that creates a a lot of the cost of a down payment for a house. Yeah. I mean, it's like in LA, to get a good person to do it is like 500 <laughs> per highlight session. So that's, that's why it also psychotic. took a long time because I'm not going to go every like two months and spend $500. Like I would go like every four or five months. Do you still get your haircut? I haven't gotten it colored in almost a year. Wow. And I'm freaking out because it's like kind of two-tone right now. I like I'm it. trying to just like rock an ombre and just like <laughs> <laughs> but even saying that phrase, rocking an ombre, made me, <laughs> I like Ooh. tensed up and kind of like almost had a seizure yeah but no i think it looks good (laughs) thanks yeah i'm trying to figure out my next hair journey which is i really okay so i've gotten super into riverdale oh my god fully caught up and i need you know that i met on that show to write for it what (laughs) yeah i met the showrunner you met greg berlanti but i didn't know no i met greg berlanti for something else but i met uh God, what was his name? His name's like Rodrigo or Roberto. 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 Yeah, I met him. Yeah, for for staffing. Which season? The first season. Yeah, I didn't get it. (laughs) Obviously. But I liked him a lot. Oh my God. Sometimes I think I have too much personality in meetings. That show (laughs) is everything to me. Yeah. Is it? I haven't watched it. Oh, I'm obsessed with Riverdale. And if we have any listeners that have also listened to Riverdale or listened to Riverdale. I read read the pilot. The pilot was good. It's like everything. Okay. It's like Twilight meets all the Archie comics characters meets like noir murder. Are there any gay guys? Yeah. There's a gay character and he has all these. He has a whole storyline about how he like cruises in the woods and like betty discovers him cruising and she's like kind of judgy and he's like you can't judge me like this is how i meet people like blah 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 and it's like they kind of get woke on riverdale and talk about like current events well roberto's gay so yeah Yeah. and so it's the best show did i just just out him (laughs) it's the best show on tv and there are a lot of redhead characters on riverdale so i've really been wanting to go red oh 
Wait, what? Yeah. If you went red, I would literally put you in a 5150. No. No. I I would. Okay. My best friend, Christine, thinks that it would be great. Laura, that's and I psychotic. Have an ins- that's not psychotic. That's psychotic. That's not. Laura? I have green eyes, red. I my skin tone and eye color would be great for a no, red. No, to be hair. red, you need to be pale. You're no, you like don't. you're not. There's pale. Diff- there's variations of red, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, I don't know. I'm gonna. That would be like a, I need to be ba- prevention on this. No, I refute it. And I okay. say, and cue intervention music that's do 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 do, and I like go to the salon because it's gonna happen. Like, I just can't get enough. <laughs> it's like foil in your hair. No, I'm going to go red, but that requires a lot money. of money, and I don't have that. So when I do Good. have it, <laughs> I'll be going red. And you're gonna, okay, you're gonna like regret the day that you dissed me for this. Okay. That's fine. Mark my words. Okay. I love that you're just here watching Riverdale and thinking about getting your hair dyed red. Yeah, I need to be a redhead. Like, need, need, need. Honey, you're already a deadhead. You don't need to be a redhead. I want to be a redhead deadhead. No. Pump too head. many heads. Too many heads. I think red is the future of hair color. Okay. There I said it. Fair this is enough. trend forecasting, and I think red hair is going to be huge, and I want to be the one that like leads this trend to the- I had red hair. When? In high school. I died because I was in the closet. I could only express my sexuality vis a vis, like, vis a vis. Sorry. <laughs> via, via. Sorry. We have this whole vis a vis run in a Will and Grace episode. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. NBC. What night is it? Thursday. Thursday. No, no, it's not. You're like, I don't know. Wait, it's. Anyways. Okay. So, so, um, Wait, it's Thursday. Whatever you say, babe. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. Anyways, Anyways. so um so basically uh I was I saying? Oh, via okay, so I couldn't express my sexuality in high school. I was closeted, so I would just do it via my hair. Mm-hmm. And so I was every color under the goddamn rainbow. I was well, first of all, I dyed my hair blonde in middle school. Oh, I saw and I that literally, picture. Yeah, and I took the way I did it is I took a <laughs> I took a picture of little Kim with blonde hair to my to my hair person. I make my hair like this. And she was like, I mean, this is Ventura, honey. It's not like I'm here in Swingin' Miracle Mile. Yeah. Like, it's like I'm in fucking Ventura. I love I, a picture of Lil' Kim being my like, this is my inspiration. <laughs> Someone who looks nothing like me, who's literally a different race from me. And like, <laughs> but do this. I know. Make me into this. I know. It's aspirational. I like it. So she did it. I didn't, I didn't look like little you Kim. You had like frosted tips. No, no, I was full blonde. Oh, you were full like, blonde. Like my roots were just in that photo. Okay, because the upkeep was a bitch. Yeah, the upkeep is a bitch. <laughs> and um, I looked terrible. And uh, after that, I went from uh, like I was red, I was orange, I was blue a lot. But I would do it like at home, like manic panic. You Love. Know what I mean? And then the last time my dad would made you just hair, do it by yourself, or would you? Have oh, I had a friend do it. You had with my hand eye, with my CP hand eye coordination. <laughs> I ended up like in the ER. But I didn't so, know if you like had your parents do it or if no. It was, like, I a had friend. like my friends do it. They like, come over and dye my hair. Uh, and then my last time I dyed my hair was I got was when I broke up uh, with my boyfriend senior year, and I was feeling angsty, and I dyed my hair black, which was basically my same hair color. Yeah. So it didn't do anything. So. I did like a um, semi-permanent red in high school one time and it only lasted for like five washes, but it looked really good. Really? Yeah. I'm looked- not trusting you with this red. Babe, I know myself and my journey and I'm telling you when you have green eyes, it's not like 
bright red that would be like the kind of there's different shades of red i think you're thinking that i'm okay. thinking like jessica chastain like kind of orange red for paler people yeah. with thinner like, like light eyebrows and freckles that's not the kind of red i'm talking about eve babbitts who was like this party girl who paid attention like the 1970s like 60s um she wrote these amazing books you've read them yeah you, you guys should all they're you, so fa- good fa- she was a she's a true babe well, she was a babe she wasn't a babe she was a babe, babe. exclamation she was amazing she just like fucked everyone and wrote amazing stories about life in los angeles as a very hot woman yeah so uh but anyway she got into this disfiguring accident in 1987 when she was coming home from a party and she was smoking a cigar in the car and then she ashed on her skirt and then the skirt went up in flames and she suffered all these third degree burns. Anyway, the point of the story is that she has a business card now that says better off red than dead, which I think is kind of cute. That is cute. Yeah. So <laughs> red and dead is my yeah. new yeah. MO. You're a red deadhead. But I've... <laughs> I love how that's where my rain goes is a third degree burn. <laughs> when you say you want to die her head. <laughs> like, okay. I have had like several babe hair moments like in my life really yeah when i was in so right i've never seen you with bangs and bangs is the definition of a babe whenever someone cuts we'll get to it but like whenever (laughs) someone cuts bangs it's truly a cry for help i've cut bangs i've done bangs before and it was always like i had like extremely wispy bangs at one point in like eighth grade oh like i went but i went to like the hair salon and i remember being like I want the wispiest wispy bangs and they were true like wisps of hair. It was they're a wispy the, bang. They whispered too. Yeah. They're and like little whispers. They're like if you put in cl- your ear closer, it was like. Yeah. <laughs> I had the Rachel. I got the Rachel at one no. point. Yeah. And I would curl I get it that, under. You, you look like Jennifer Aniston. Thank you. I would curl it under and then flip it out. And then right before my freshman year of high school, I got so obsessed with Meg Ryan and like thought her hair was like truly goals. Like City of Angels, Meg Ryan hair yeah, was. Yeah, she had great hair. She had. They all had great that hair in the late shag, 90s. You yeah. had to have great hair. It was like the Julia Roberts You had great have hair. to have great hair. Yeah, just, and yeah. Meg, Ro- Meg Ryan's shag spoke to me on like a spiritual level. She had amazing hair. So I took a picture of Meg Ryan into like a super cuts. And I gave it to just a random and was like, do this to me. And tried to get the Meg Ryan shag, which turned out... Meg Dian. Yeah, it was <laughs> bad. And oh, it was no. right before you my fresh... It was right before my hair was too thick. And like, obviously, it's like some super cuts person also, that has no idea. that hair cost her like a thousand dollars. Yeah, that you was don't... Like that was like Sally Hirschberger. That was not like a go in and pay $10. That wasn't like Marv at the super cuts. No, was just it like, was... Ugh. So it turned out fluffy... It just was like a short fluff. And then I was a freshman in high school. Do you have photos of this? Yeah, I have like one photo. I love you with the Meg Ryan haircut. It was truly a null. But a lull in retrospect, as are most things. And (laughs) my crush at the time, I was like crushing on this guy, Mark. But over the summer, we had like... Was that the one you wrote poems about? No, this is a different... I had written about Mark, but... I No, I have a letter that I wrote to Mark. my words, you'll be mine, But that's like a whole other journey, but... I remember he made a joke about me looking like a lesbian. Well, you and that did, hurt. You did. You have always wanted to be a lesbian. I know. You've always been inspired. I've always been an aspiring lesbian. You have. Yeah. <laughs> but so my Meg Ryan haircut did not pan out. And then I grew that out. And then in moments of like emotional turmoil, like in one moment of like emotional turmoil, I dyed my hair black. 
Oh, God. Which was very, like, harsh looking. Yeah. Well, black's always harsh. Yeah. And then that just grew out naturally. And then I've been in this, like, blonde journey. But now I'm coming to a crossroads of do I keep – do I stay on this blonde path or do I, like, go back to brunette, like, let it grow out and then go to red? I I really am feeling, like, a call to a red journey even though – I will say my numerologist had told me specifically to stay away from the color red. Wow. Well, then you have to trust Nadine. I want to, I, but I'm, I'm, I feel like I should just do it anyways. Um, maybe it's my self-destructive tendency, but I have been thinking about an overhaul with my look in the sense of I want new glasses and I want like my weird, I want weird glasses. You want like a statement glass. Well, the ones I wore, did you, you knew me when I wore Harry Potter glasses, right? I love those. That's when I first met you. Yeah. I wore Harry Potter glasses for like five years. I looked insane. They were really epic though. They were everything. They were everything. Who made those? I don't know. I don't, I still have them. They're broken. I mean, the frames are trashed, but yes, I wore them. You need a, you need a good pair of glasses. I'm ready for that. You have like a statement look that you're kind of trying to establish, which is like your mock turtleneck. Yeah. And and I think, I think that the mocks are great and that's where I'm at emotionally, but I think that they need to have some frosting on them, which is going to come in the form of glasses. Mm -hmm. And I think my glasses right now are just boring. They're just like, whatever. They're fine. They're fine, but they're not going to like reinvent the wheel. Yeah. So, uh, my boss, uh, got these Tom Ford, like wire rimmed glasses that look amazing. Mm -hmm. And like, they're actually incredible. They're just like big. They look, I mean, I told him he looked like Gloria Steinem, which he did not love. To, to me, that's, <laughs> that's at the chic, highest compliment. Yeah. It's so chic. I'm like, you're giving me like 1970s, like Joan Diddy and Gloria Steinem, like mm-hmm. intellectual realness. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he, but like, but it's true. Like that looks amazing. I mean, that looks amazing. So yeah. I'm in this kind of pickle where like, I want those glasses mm-hmm. and I Googled them and they're great and we'll get but them i can't though because that's that's that's, that's max's that's max's glad yeah well you can find your also, own i don't yeah exactly so you have to find your own signature look yeah so for my, me it's gonna be red hair for you it'll be so glasses. i want to go to so this is kind of stupid but my hair cutter has always been telling me to go to gogosha which is this optique in like silver lake and mm-hmm. there's one in west hollywood and it was hilarious because like she was like I got my hair cut by her and she goes, Oh my God, actually the owner's going to get her haircut after you. You just need to stay here and wait till she comes. And I was like, okay, so I'm waiting, whatever, whatever. And then like (laughs) the girl comes and she clearly was not ready for like a meet this client. Like it was like, Mm -hmm. she was just clearly like, I want to get my fucking haircut. Yeah. So like, so Julie's like, you have to get, you have to give them like, she, you have to meet with them. You have to give them a new look. And she's like, okay. And she's like, I'll text you. And then she like gave me and she's like, okay, I'm going to text you. And she just never did. <laughs> so now I'm kind of like, is this awkward? Like I want to go to Gosha and I want to get glasses. Well, just I, go. But I'm like, hey, babe, yeah, I'll just go. I want like really big 1970s intellectual glorious Steinem glasses. That's Love what I want. That. And she was, I told Julie that, and she was like, well, you know that your face because you have such a high prescription, your face is going to be really magnified. And I was like, yeah, I'm ready for that. So I support your avant-garde glasses. Journey. Oh, thank you. Well, then I guess I support your red hair. Wow, thanks for being <laughs> so supportive. How we, this is how we got friendship this works. That front- <laughs> My, I think I need a light prescription of glasses because I I find that I squint so much and like I squint. think that I'm trying to see. <laughs> it, it hit me Story that break. I'm trying to see that I can't really see yeah. and I'm trying to. Yeah. 
Fair enough. So get glasses. Yeah. They're, I have a pair of 1970s ones that b- belong to my mom that I just Ooh. want to take the frames and they look really good. So you might see me in the new year with redhead and say, who's that redhead with glasses? It is the new year. <laughs> this You might see me this year. Yes. And you might say, wow, who is that striking redhead with gorgeous glasses? All right. And say, I like me. it. I like uh, Laura Marie Shane Halls. Okay. All right. Well, I always support a look transformation. So. <laughs> me too. We'll see. So anyways. So, okay. So in so terms of body. Okay, so, oh, wait. Also, I want to talk more about hair. Okay. So I have this theory that when a gay guy specifically dyes his hair blonde, it's a cry for help. We have known this historically to be true. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been many gay guys that I know that have bleached their hair. Gone platinum. And it's a true babe moment. And it's, I... when they're, it's when they're truly babing out. Like, honestly, like if you're dying, your, if you're bleaching your hair blonde, you, uh, you're a gay guy. You are not well. I'm saying it on the record. Wow. You're not well. And you know it's true. Stop. I don't I know. I disagree. I Are fully, you kidding me? I like, always do, support a bleach blonde. That is not fucking true, Laura. That We've is talked true. about this. Because you know, there have been people that we both know that have bleached their hair blonde and it's been psychotic. Well, there are certain people. Yes. There's a certain type of hair. No, no, no. There's a certain type of haircut, I will say, that some p- guys have. And when they bleach their hair blonde with this type of haircut, like a it's long psychotic. haircut, that's psychotic. It's but psychotic. I love, I love like a short hair bleach blonde. If I see you a should gay bleach guy your hair with blonde. bleached blonde hair, I close the door and I lock it and I get my pepper spray out. Sounds judgy. <laughs> Sounds judgy. Because I know they're going through it. And I don't want to get. I don't want them to get their babe on me. Babe, you should bleach your hair blonde. <laughs> no, God, stop it. I think You're it would look cute. No, it will not. Because they have bushy brown eyebrows, and the upkeep is a bitch. Well, you just do it for two weeks and then dye dye your hair back it's to your. It's not that color. easy. God. It is. No, it's not. What do? You, how do you stop know? It. You don't know literally anything about hair. Whatever. And I know a lot. So I'm telling you it's easy and you should do so it. So I think the two hallmarks of people who are babing out is they bleach. If you're gay, it's bleaching your hair blonde. And if you're a woman, it's getting bangs. Yeah. Bangs as a woman is a true. That's the ultimate cry for help. Like, honey, you just need to talk to someone. Yeah. <laughs> like you need to. Con- if you're if you wake up one day and you're feeling compelled to a cut your own bangs or B seek out someone to cut bangs for you. You need to D call a therapist and like get and it under out. control. Yeah. It's not the bangs you need to you like want. go into it's not the-, the bangs you want. Yeah. It's not, it's not the bangs. That's not going to fill the hole. Yeah. It's going to make the hole wider. No, it's going to ruin your life. It's going to ruin your and goddamn life. It's going to ruin life. our life because gonna, we have to look at you and understand that you're bangs. in a fragile There's place. There's been someone who got bangs recently on Instagram and they're, truly horrific they do you know what i'm talking about yeah no you don't yeah i do no you don't who oh no i didn't know about that they're psychotic i mean they look insane people yeah no i mean and a you bang, know she spent like a thousand dollars on them yeah you know that they're like expensive bangs but they look truly crazy showing illustrating that you can get bangs at a supercuts or you can get bangs at sally hershberger and they will look psychotic across the board yeah bangs are a cry for help yeah, they might as well. The banks Case. might as well just leave your body and call nine one one. Yeah, the the banks might as well detach of their own free will and then go to the nearest hospital. Banks are the <laughs> ultimate babe. Like yeah. if someone has freshly banged, they are <laughs> freshly, and then they're fresh. If babe. they freshly banged and then are posting about it and they're like, "Guess who's got bangs now?" It's like babe, mm, babe. Yeah, 
No, it's not even a oh, question. It's, it's just babe. They've transferred on to babe. Yeah. It's past babe. Yeah. The, the question's already been answered. Mm-hmm. You know, because babe is like a check-in of like, babe, are you babing out? And a babe is like, I know you're, you're, it's official. It's there's too no late. confusion. It's, it's, it's there's too no late. confusion. It's too late. You've yeah. reached this point, but what can we do now to rehabilitate your babe journey? Yeah. And well, with wait, a bang. Can you not get rid of bangs, right? It's no, like you grow them out. Holy shit. I've had them a few times in my life. That's crazy. They always have been a troll, kind of a troll. But can't you take your bangs and then push them back? I mean, I guess if you want to wear a headband, but they're (laughs) like, depending on how much hair you cut into bangs, it gets like a chunk of hair that's short. So it has to kind of grow out and you like maintain it and grow it out. That's psychotic. If you want to get bangs, you should just (gasps) get really long layers that start at the chin and then like just satisfy the urge. Or they have like fake bangs that you can wear but i think wearing a fake bang you're getting into like dorit territory <laughs> dorit oh yeah everyone always tweets at me about dorit um about her being a babe and it's like first of all that's not a question she like literally has babe stamped on her fucking forehead um she's crazy yeah we like she you don't watch beverly hills so you don't really know what i'm talking only about, every but, once in a while but dorit is like unhinged like she's not well her hair and, t- tells the story of a woman who's lost her way do you know what i love about well she wears wigs all the time yeah she always has a new wig mm-hmm. so um which is also not to be trusted. but she can't like get it some uh, the no. only wig time i've seen her was it vegas was when she can't couldn't get the wig under control she had like tina turner wig yeah it was so, a little much what i love about it like last week on beverly hills um Dorit got trashed at this dinner party for kyle and started like screaming things and camille was there what i love about camille grammar is that she was the most despicable piece of shit season one like truly awful yeah truly awful in fact I remember one episode where her mom was talking about her chemo treatments and Camille was like, anyways, mm-hmm. uh, like literally to her own mom. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyways. And then Camille got cancer and Camille got divorced. And mm-hmm. so it's like, I feel like she got a huge serving of humble pie and now she just reemerges as a permanent friend of the housewives. Yeah. And she just shows up to everything. Literally like she's at everything, but she's not a real cast member. And I'm kind of like fascinated by her journey. It's like she shows, she's almost in every episode, but she doesn't do anything. She doesn't say anything. Things, she I love shows that. up yeah and i kind of love that camille's a just silent kinda, accomplice yeah i kind of love that but then also she gets her own interview she gets her own interview oh yeah and you're like why is she, she just doing do it for free i don't yeah maybe i don't know or maybe like maybe they think about bringing her back every season but then they find out that, that nothing is worth like that yeah and so then they scrap it you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i don't know anyway it's kind of like the mystery of camille like, what is she still doing on Real Housewives? Why is she on every episode doing nothing? It's kind of confusing to me. Yeah. Anyway, I'll unpack that later. <laughs> um, Another wait, hair journey that what? I wanted to talk about, which is like so trendy right now, is pink hair. Ew. God, like like, like the, the light pink? Yeah. Oh, you like it? I kind of like it. Oh, my it. God. I, I fucking knew it. Yeah, well, I it. always like... I'm You're always, political. I'm a little... Conf- You're political. What do you mean? You're political. No, I'm not. Yeah, you, you are. You are political. You're fucking You're political. political. You're Don't political. even start with me. Don't even start with me. Don't even start with me. Because I know I I could just bring up something that makes you the most political person on this podcast. And I'm not going to because I'm a friend. <laughs> the pink is political. <laughs> the pink is not political. I th- I used to think that pink they was have no idea what we're talking annoying. about. Annoying, I know, yeah. and anyway, they'll never fine. know because they'll never know. I'm a loyal friend. Yeah, okay. Right. I don't want to destroy you. 
name. So then don't. Okay, I won't. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Your actions prove otherwise. <laughs> Making me not trust you. I just want the reader. I, I used to think. <laughs> I used to think that pink was like really annoying or like a, a form of babying, but I think that. I actually like it when people do it. Like, I think it looks pretty and becoming and I let, I enjoy it. And it's something that I would like to try. Teal is so dicey. I like a mermaid moment. I like a, like a light, light green. I like turquoise. I don't love. I like you looking like you just emerged from like swamp water and like laid on your like blonde hair. Pink is like a phase. I feel like it's like as a woman, it's a phase that every woman has to have. Did you have it? No, but I, I'm thinking about it. I would because now my hair's kind of like grown out. I could just dye the blonde part pink, like with semi-permanent. Laura. And just have like a pink I honestly, would rather you be red for sure. You're so judgy. I would. I actually am. T- I, during the course of this podcast, have gone on a full emotional journey with your red hair. Mm-hmm. And now I'm fully on board. You've accepted it? Yeah. And I think the pink was the final push <laughs> to get me there. <laughs> well, I might go pink before red. Oh, God. I I can- no. Anyway. My teeth just start I chattering. That, I think that <laughs> every woman needs to experience a pink phase. It's like a rite of passage. It's less of a babe and just more of like, a oh, she's in her pink phase now. And I like it and I support it. And that's okay. where we stand. Okay. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about our bodies. Okay. So Ryan? I have gained so I have gained ten pounds. And I gained ten pounds over the course of five months, which is actually very easy to do. Now it's been a journey for me because I actually like can't No, I know. She gets triggered by this. this. Is like, she does. Wait, I want to talk about it though. Just talk about it and then it, I'm gonna troll you I need because to get, you actually deserve I need to, to get be this trolled for this. Wait, lift it off my shoulders. Body <laughs> Ryan has body dysmorphic disorder. No, I don't. He does. My ten pounds that I gained are is very real and it shows in my face and my belly, and it's true. And that's what it is. And I when I go into a writer's room, I have no control over like here's the deal. Like when I am not faced with some like I can control my when I'm not in a writer's room, I eat pretty good. And I, I'm very chill. When I'm in a writer's room and I'm surrounded by things like Milano's, like it's the most insane shit. It's like Hershey's. It's like disgusting garbage. But it's like if it's there, I will eat it. And I feel so shameful because I literally see my coworkers just like, like whenever the lunchtime comes around, we have this like buffet style and everyone just like takes like salad, some vegetables. And I'm always like, Yum, macaroni and cheese. I don't understand how you eat that in the middle of the day. I don't know either. And you don't fall asleep afterwards? No. That's insane. It's like my normal. If I eat like some heavy, like, lunch like that i will literally pass out within 30 minutes afterwards. i know well so then it's that coupled with the fact that i was like probably drinking a lot of wine and just like i gained 10 pounds and it just like feels shitty i just like feel like everything fits tighter like everything just kind of like does not fit me the way that i want so go on a my diet. jawline is like kind of disappearing and it just like bums me out i know of course and i am like we're doing dry january and it's like great are whatever. you gonna tell the viewers <laughs> what you said to me earlier yeah i will Okay. This is an open space. Mm-hmm. I might drink tonight because our friend Carly's in town. So are you doing dry January? Yeah, I don't. I, no, I am. You're not doing dry January. Yeah, I am. I am. I can get wet one night. I that's can get, not I can, dry January. Yeah, well, that's just like a classic Ryan O'Connell. I'm sober and it feels amazing, and my skin has never looked better, and I, I feel so good. good. And then literally within seven to eleven days. 
it I know. ends. I know. Well, I don't know. No, stop it. If I drink tonight, it's not like I'm going f- like back. Well, to you're drinking. not doing dry January. I think you can still say you're doing dry January if you get uh, wet. One this time. is you get Sheena wet one levels of delusion. But also, like, I'm sorry. Like, we're meeting our friend Carly for dinner. Carly's amazing, by the way. She has this like Vice Land show, Slut Ever, that's coming out, and her book. You should buy it. And Carly is like a true lawler. Mm-hmm. She's a true lawler. Like, you guys should do a deep dive on her because she's a dream. Yeah. And she's also fun to get trashed with. <laughs> what? Ew, stop. You Ew, it's were... like searing into me. No, because I just, you know, every trigger button to push and you're Why? pushing my buttons. What do you today. mean? Why? What What do you mean? The what? 10 pounds. I can't, but it's real. Laura. Like, but why can't that be is, real? That is real. Why can't I feel bummed that I like, I went from, I went two sizes up, two sizes. Oh Yeah. It's not a joke. Well, I just think you're probably gaining a lot of muscle. No, I'm gaining... It's a combination, but definitely I'm gaining fat because my stomach is... <laughs> is a, It's like a wine cellar at this point. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's... <laughs> and well, it's, But it's fine. I'm taking care of biz and like whatever. What, it's fine. I know that when we wrap, I'll be fine mm-hmm. and lose the weight. I also have to be on camera. And you know this for special... What? Pray for Ryan. So do you. You have to be on fucking camera because you're going to be in it with me. And I'm going to have to do nude scenes, which I wrote for myself. (laughs) (laughs) I have, all I'm telling you is that I've gained 10 pounds. I have back knee. I'm not in the place. And you're terrified. I'm honestly terrified for my fucking life. Honestly, it's like literally pray for Ryan. I mean, I might be how the first, will he get through this? I might be the first gay guy with CP on television, but also the first gay guy with CP with Bacne, which I think is truly a Bacne is a troll. That is like the people like CP who cares get out of here. They'll be like Bacne. Oh my god, hideous! You know? No, yeah. Um, it's a troll, and it's, it's real right troll. now. Yeah, it's real. I'm getting like, but but I'm using these glycolic pads every day and it's like getting better. So anyway, I'm just telling you that I don't feel totally comfy in my bod. You don't feel sexy right now. I don't feel totally sexy and I like feeling sexy. I like feeling good. Yeah. You know, I like, I like putting on my, you know, blue jeans and white tee and like giving a River Phoenix moment, stand by me. Yeah. And just like loving myself. Mm-hmm. I think that's totally a fair thing to say. That is a fair thing And I think say. that when you do gain 10 pounds, it does feel like a troll and I think it happens to like a lot of people and... You know, I'm going to lose it. I know I will, but it's just a bummer. I just like wish that I felt better. Maybe I'm getting so defensive right yeah, now. what the fuck? Because I too have gained 10 pounds probably. Yeah. You don't weigh yourself. I don't weigh myself, but I know. I don't look like it. You've never looked. Since I've known you, the only thing I've noticed about your body is when you're working out. Because then, then you get like really like your ass gets into like an insane place mm-hmm. and but i think your ass is still insane oh my god my ass has gotten really flat because i haven't no, worked out really in looks... two months and it's like but it looks different and so my journey i guess is like i'm in the same boat as you right but instead of just sitting and having a job and working in the writer's room and eating i just have stopped working out because i was like paying for like class pass and then ran like i couldn't afford to pay for that but i also hate a gym moment like i don't like the gym and so i've been in this weird i don't think you should join a gym because i don't think you're gonna go no i won't go if you don't like so that's my big catch 22 is i'm like what do i do and so instead of doing anything i've opted to just stop doing anything which is not working so i have to get back to like my fitness journey why don't you do like i mean this is like basic but why don't you do like runyon why don't you go on hikes no, it's so dusty and like... Laura, come on. You go on fucking hikes. 
babe, no, I'm not you doing do that. You do go on hikes. I've gone on like three hikes in the past year and a half. But like, that's a way to stay fit. I know, but that's like Ubering to Runyon every day. I'm not going to Uber to and from Runyon every day. Okay. And Runyon makes me want to die. Well, yeah, but you could do it. It's like- a true Vanderpump. No, I know. It's, it's a, the it's Vanderpump garbage. mountain. It's, it's garbage. Like, run for your life on Runyon. Um, so okay. Thank, I appreciate that suggestion, but also, fuck you. Well, I just feel like it's LA. There are a lot of things that you can work out for free. Well, you know what? I'm figuring out my workout journey, and it might be joining ClassPass again, or it might be joining, like, a, just one fitness studio, but we'll see. I need a class. You should. The thing is, I need, when it comes to working out, I need someone to scream at me tell me what to do shame me into doing it and like push me to my absolute limit because i just need like a sherpa a workout see i'm scared of that and what i want to do is i want to conquer my disability fears and go to a group class like soul cycle but i'm just scared of my body i'm just scared of like but which is hilarious because i've done i'm always really bad at doing something the first time like everybody else but i'm bad at it in a different way because of my disability so it's like i need to feel empowered and safe in a one-on-one environment before i can proceed in a group environment because my anxiety will just be too big to like go to a place like soul cycle and like be like oh like what is this like i just think can't you start i can do one-on-one start one-on-one with your trainer like well not soul cycle well but i want to do work i want to do group workout classes i want to do that yeah but you could start and have your trainer show you how to do all the machines yes. so that you already have an idea of what it's going to feel like and be like before you go into a class so you're yeah. not just going in blind and being like ah! yeah because it's intimidating to go into it is especially if you have it fucking gets really intimidating, but then the best thing about classes too in my opinion is that when you are in a really good workout class and you're like in your zone you realize that everyone's in their own zone and no one's paying no one attention cares. to you or cares what you do i've and never that's done like it the most freeing thing because you're just in your fucking fitness zone like sweating and feeling really good and strong and i really miss i miss sweating and it also is like for mental health reasons oh, like please. i have it's to get everything. back to working out because it really changes your brain chemistry and like Oh, I need it. it. And I need it. And so I I've, I've been really lacking in that in the past two months, which has been ultimate. I mean, if I wasn't on antidepressants, I would have, <laughs> I mean, like say goodbye, <laughs> but like, so it's just, I need to figure that out, but it's a journey. But I wonder though, like, I feel like being like really critical of your body is becoming very unchic now it is because we're all but about body acceptance and i am but i generally do like my body i like, do i like, feel annoyed by us having this conversation why i think it's very real i think i think it's real I know, but it, well, i'm like why because they come across as shallow I, guess. I, I think it's very listen i understand all those things i really do but i think it's very fair to be like i've gained some weight it makes me feel crappy it's gonna mm. but like i also am not saying this from a place of defeat i know i'll change it like I know that like it'll be fine and like mm-hmm. whatever, but like, but yeah, like it sucks. And like my relationship with my body is, I would say overall very good. Like I love my legs, I love my butt. Like 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 I genuinely like love lots of parts of my body. But yeah, I I like when I'm a certain weight and when I feel a certain way and things don't feel fit mm-hmm. a certain way. And when they don't, when things are tight. And they don't look like clothes don't hang on my body the same way that they did. Yeah. Um, that doesn't it makes me feel, feel bad. Yeah. It makes me feel bad. And I think that's like, like, I mean, it's not like I'm going into depression about it again. Like I have been working out for three years. My weight has gone oscillated between 10 pounds for the last three years. And 
it's fine. It always kind of comes back down to where it needs to be. And I know that, but I'm just saying like right now in this moment, like I wish that I was 10 pounds lighter. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know? what? You can achieve that goal. It's the good news. No, I know. Jonathan's working out now. I know. That helps a lot. Yeah. It helps a lot to have a partner who like also works out and takes care of themselves and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And for me, like with the classes, I just make everyone in the class my partner. And so I just look forward to like what being around people in that way. Like I just make them like when you do, well, for me, when I've done class pass, it's like I go, I have my studios that I know are really, really good that I can like find that I know like which teachers are awesome and which classes will be awesome. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's certain people. How much is class see. pass? That They have different tiers. Okay. Class pass also pulled. No, but they, they pulled the craziest troll of all time in 2016. Oh, and I think I, I know, know this. If anyone, if anyone was on class pass and like endured this troll, like my heart goes out to you. So when I joined class pass, it was $99 a month for unlimited workout classes. So you could pay. That's great. Yeah. That's insane. It was insane. That is like an insane it was deal like that you're like highway what? robbery. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was like, I felt like I was getting away with murder every right. month, but it was the best. So you could visit any studio up to three times, but where we live, it's like, you can't swing your dick without like hitting a workout studio. Like right. they're literally everywhere. <laughs> and so I was just like living, laughing, loving workout classes. Yeah. Then they increased the price and they they bumped it up to like one fifteen, and yeah, I was like, you know what, whatever. that's fine. It's still really cheap. Like, let's do this. Then they bumped it up to like one sixty five or something, and I was like, well, you know what, that's still cheaper. So like, yeah. I'll take it. Just like, don't take away my unlimited monthly classes right. because this is what I live for. Then. Right before the election in the year of our troll, 2016, the founder of ClassPass just eradicated monthly unlimited as an option for ClassPass users and said you can either pay $100 a month for 10 classes. That's fucking And crazy. then buy more packages. So she just got... Basically, everyone got hooked on ClassPass because it's truly the best thing ever. And she sucked everyone in and then baited and switched and said a whole different business model, which I look, I, I understand. Like, get it. I get it. Class was like, fucked. how could that app have made money? It's off of not that? right. But it was but not right. Okay. Yeah. And the day that that happened, that reverberated through the ClassPass community in outrage that I've never seen. Like, really, I, there was truly when that news hit. I went through on Twitter to look through everyone's response to this ClassPass, right. and it was like mostly just like outraged white women and like women in like New York and like and it was like the outrage levels were so high. Every single tweet about it was pissed. There was wow. not one person that was like, this is great. I love this. Like, go class fast. Do what you need to do. It was like, it was pure outrage. And I felt that. I was like, I felt truly betrayed by the class pass troll of 2016. And I actually need justice for this. And I need readers to tell us. I need the readers I'm to sure write the readers in. And I, have I, need a cl- I need commiseration on this class pass troll because it, it really changed everything. And then now it's gotten to a point... So if you want to get like probably the most classes I can do in a month is 20. It's like working out like five times a week. Oh, so, that's good. Which is a good number. But 
in order to get those classes, it costs about two hundred fifteen dollars. That's a month. not a good deal. And so that's not a good. I mean, you're basically I mean, you're paying a, a, a little more than you'd pay for a monthly unlimited at a boutique fitness studio. Right. But the perk is that you can, you can go, go to all these different places. So, so now actually, it's, like, it's kind of priced. TBH like now the way it should like be fairly you know, priced but like the way it should but like, it's not fair for people that were there from the beginning that champion the brand and have been <laughs> loyal like me who literally yeah. like I lived and died by class pass and then class pass fucked me oh, and it was sorry. really it was awful it was truly trauma traumatizing yeah and now I'm like left in the ocean without a life raft Honey. So I have to figure it out. Sorry, but yeah, the class pass. I troll, hate seeing you like this. It was awful. I'm sorry. Um, okay, we should talk about because we have we have to get to uh, emails, but we have to get to uh, like stuff. We have to get to like our babes of the week. So, well, there's there's I want to talk about um, before we get into our babes of the week. There's some topical stuff I want to talk about. Um, okay, number one, Michelle Williams, Mark Wahlberg, mm-hmm. um, the gen, uh, the the pay gap of uh, the reshoots. Uh, I think it's psychotic. I think Mark Wahlberg is an asshole. I've thought Mark Wahlberg is an asshole for like the moment I've heard about him because he like almost killed a gay person when he was like Marky Mark. Do you really? Yeah. No. Yeah. He like he did some gnarly shit when he was like in his like tr- like when he was in Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yeah. Um, and he just also is like, I think he's like a very deeply religious, like homophobe. Like he literally came out. He was like, I hope Jesus can forgive me for boogie nights. And I was like, honey, uh, honey, calm down. He also, was he in that movie, the other guys or no, I don't no, know. no, not the other guys. What was, Oh God, that horrible one. The nice guy with, um, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently. I asked Mint Mobile's legal team. If big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation, they said, yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Gosling and uh, Russell Crowe. He was not in that, but the nice guy was horrific because it literally opened up with a porn star dying in a car crash and she was topless for no reason. And it was like sexy. It was like her sexy dead body. I never watched that movie, but I remember you were really pissed about it. It was really gross. Um, Any hoosie. Uh, he just donated his money to Time's Up, like yeah. his whole salary, which I think is good. But I just think it's crazy. I think it's actually crazy that, well, I'm actually at WME, which is their agency. I think it's crazy that WME didn't say anything to like Michelle. Because I'm sure Michelle had no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. What do you mean? Well, I don't know like any of the ins and outs of how that process works. Well, I can only imagine that someone tells their agent like whatever it takes i'll do yeah well that was takes. michelle and then and then mark Wahlberg. it's just so indicative of i think of like the gender where it's just like the male is entitled and feels no qualms being like i want to get paid 1.5 million for the reshoots mm-hmm. and then michelle williams is like i'm a team player pay me per diem i don't care yeah and i feel like as a woman it's like you're much less inclined to like speak up because mm-hmm. you don't you're scared and you feel like you're not going to get what you want yeah. because obviously like the way historically it has worked is that men have always gotten paid more than women. Yeah. And it just like, but like, it just really to me is like emblematic of like the entitlement, you know what I mean? Of like 
and and not being afraid to ask for it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I wish that Michelle was in a place or where women were in general where they could just be like, I want 1.5 fucking million dollars for this reshoot. Yeah. You know? But I mean, it's also Maybe, like, it's know. also a tough line because I'm sure after all the Kevin Spacey stuff, there was a chance that that movie might've just gotten shelved. Like, But also like to me, it's like, they should have all been paid period. Like Kevin Spacey being a fucking freak on a leash and like, and well, they would get paid. It's not their problem. Way, but like, well, they weren't really getting paid. They were getting paid per diem, which is a thousand dollars a day for the shoot. Yeah, the original shoot. No, 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 for the reshoots. Well, yeah, but they already got paid for like. I'm sure they. Yeah, but they had to reshoot like. No, I know, but I mean, they had already gotten a paycheck. It's not like yeah. after that. Once a thing like Kevin Spacey happens and they have to reshoot an entire character's scenes, like. I'm sure there's a version of like, we only have this much budget. And so right. if people don't agree to do this for less right. money and you then- don't want to be the reason why it falls apart. Yeah. But, but, so what, you re- what, but feel- you realize though, through the Mark Wahlberg thing is that there's always money. There's always money. There always is. Yeah. There's always a way to get paid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, because at the end of the day, they would, they won't shelve it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they paid for Mark Wahlberg 1.5 million. I know, but maybe they said like, we don't know the ins and outs of like the budget journey. So yeah, it's like, maybe they, we, they're like, we have 2 million, so we can pay like so-and-so this much. And then the rest is for the production. Right, but that's not fair. To, well, no, it's but just not pay, It's not fair for Mark Wahlberg to get paid 1.5 million. No, and Mark for, Wahlberg fucking sucks. He sucks. He sucks. Yeah. He's literally. Michelle's an angel. Every like american tragedy that happened oh i know mark Wahlberg makes a movie about it and stars in it i know every single one he's like oh great there's another oh okay cool i have a job then yeah it's literally like you're just capitalizing off of things that are like terrible it always makes me sad when you see actresses that have gone from being like movie stars to just transitioning to like the nothing parts of like the girlfriend in those big movies mm-hmm. like kate hudson was in like deep water horizon oh my god that movie was literal propaganda yeah it was that movie was like paid for yeah. by <laughs> it was the oil industry. and, and I, truly i was like excuse me no i know and it's and it's really sad because though because like kate hudson used to be a huge leading yeah. lady like a rom-com superstar now she's just like now housewife she's just like, on facetime literally being like hey like be, you, be safe out there honey I miss yeah. you. And it's like the bed scene of them like being like, oh, I love you. Like blowing raspberries on each other's stomachs. Mm-hmm. And then just being like, all right, see you later. Oh, no. He's, and then like I the phone heard. cutting out and her being like with the kids being like, I don't know what to do. And like, and then it's just like, she's sad. Adam Sandler started this horrible movie. I mean, everything he stars in is horrible now. But um, he started this horrible movie like Jack and Jill. Or something like oh, that, I never saw Where that. he played... He played twins. Twins. And like a woman and a man twin. It was horrific. Would not be done today. Maybe it would. I don't know. I think it was like it done would. like three years yeah. ago. But I, but Katie Holmes played his wife, like the nagging wife, and I was just like, Oh, all right, there's Katie. But Katie Holmes like sucks. Yeah. I mean Katie Holmes <laughs> Katie really Holmes has we never thought been. that she was gonna enter like babe territory no. with pieces of April, but then she oh, never I loved did pieces anything. Of April. Well, yeah, I loved no, it. I know, I loved she it had, too. She had really good taste in picking movies, is what she did. Because she was in Go, she was in Pieces of April, she was in Wonder Boys. Um, she was really good at picking. Oh, uh, The Gift. She was really good in with Kate Blanchett. She was really good at picking non-demanding roles in good movies. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think but that she was good in Pieces of April. 
I never bought her as that character. Oh, I did. I never I bought it was her. Edgy, and I was like, I Whoa. never bought her as that. I never like. I was like, no, it's Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes is always playing Katie fucking Holmes. Like mm-hmm. she's always like Joey Potter. Like she's always like, mm? like there's no edge. <laughs> To Katie Holmes, ever. Like, remember when she was in Disturbing Behavior? I love that movie. And it's literally like her, like, it opens on her literally dancing on top of a truck to, like, mm-hmm. heavy metal. Yeah. They're like, hey, Rachel. Katie's and then, punk. And then, and then you think that she's going to be edgy because she's just, and then literally she's like, oh, hey. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need like to rewatch that movie. And normal. Like literally, you think she's gonna be like literally gonna be like, <sighs> but she's just like, oh hey guys, what's up? How's how's school going? I don't know. She's she's like she's no. There's no edge. It's all whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I think she had a moment where she could have. I know, but she described. But she's not edge. a good actress. I think but she canceled that she, subscription when she got married to Tom Cruise. Is Suri like eighteen now? Yeah, Suri's thirty five. Is Suri and are Surly and Surly? <laughs> Sorry, are Suri? Your Siri just went off on your phone because it thought that you were oh. Oh asking God, a hilarious. question. Oh my god, technology! Really I like the name Surly. Are Surly and um, <laughs> Shiloh dating? They should. It's all about it's all about Brangelina's daughter Sh- or or son Shiloh. Shiloh Jolie Pitt is everything. Everything. Shiloh's gonna be a babe. Yeah, just wait. But also, babe. she could be a babe. She's a question. She's an exclamation point babe. She is for me. Always has been. Yeah, she's cool. She's a fucking trailblazer. I like her. Yeah. How old is she? Like twelve? No, she's like. You know that Michelle Williams, Matilda's twelve. Really? Isn't that mind blowing? That's wild. I know. <laughs> wow. I know. It's been a long time. Fucking crazy. I know. It's weird that it's literally 2018. And I remember like, I keep thinking it's like 2010 or 11. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Oh. Anyways. um. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So our babes of the week. There's two for me. Sky Ferreira is back. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's releasing the EP. And the rollout she's having for this EP is hilarious. Because it's just her... Like making dramatic Instagram posts, being like, "My music is almost here." Two months? No, she literally should be like, "Within the sixty days, I'll be dropping something." It's uh, not my album, but it's an EP and it's highly visual. And she's and, like doing a photo. It's like she releases oh, like a photo shoot. Honey, time. she literally released a photo, being like, "This is the first photo," and it's like, "Bitch, you already did this with Playboy." Her whole Playboy thing was. This is the first phase of masochism, which is her second album. Okay. Like that TBD, if it will ever come out. So like, like, this is the first taste of masochism. We're entering a new era. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's you just wearing bunny ears and like being topless. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like the, the drama behind it. Like trying to make it like, this is the new taste of my album. Album? There's no fucking music. It's just photos of you. You can't say that. You can't be like, this is the new era and just post a photo. Like it's something real, like, like it's something real to offer. Like yeah. release some music, honey. Honey, for God's sakes, like the drama behind everything with her. She's so lit. Yeah, she's she extremely is lit. lit. And like she Wait, like, when was that Playboy? Like two years ago. Yeah. So she, honey, she moves at glacial album, pace. Yeah. The second album has been like, it's not even the second album. She's releasing an EP. She's releasing an EP that she's been talking about for the last year. And it keeps on being like 60 days, 60 days. And it's I like, resonate with Sky's journey. Cause I too have creative projects I've worked on for <laughs> so fucking long and like, can't yeah. get it together. So in that sense, I'm a ally. Yeah, you are. A sky you ally. understand. You understand. I her understand. Journey. But I also am like, hurry up to hurry on myself. So, um, okay. So the second babe is a babe that we haven't talked about 
Emma Roberts, who I think is a total babe. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal with Emma Roberts before we get into her. Well, she got bangs. And have you guys seen this? She looks she looks insane. She looks like... she looks like The bangs aren't my favorite. Uh, they are terrifying. But they, I also thought maybe they're clip-on bangs. Honey, I don't know like, what they are, they look kind but of, I need them to go away. They look kind of fake. And I was like, maybe that's just like a clip-on. I hope and pray for her sake that it is. Here's the thing with Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts, to me, is sort of a genius because, well, first of all, I like love her as an actress. I think she's yeah. fucking like so. I actually think she's crazy talented. She's really talented. She's stunning. Yeah. And um, I'm here for her. I yeah. actually am. But what I love about her is that she, like every true millennial, knows how to curate her fucking brand like an expert. Because if you go on her Instagram, all she does is eat donuts and read books. Now, the book part might be true. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but the donuts part, not true. <laughs> and, like, she is a party girl. She's, like, a in-the-closet party girl. Like, people don't remember that she viciously attacked her boyfriend in a coked-out rage in Canada. Like, people just forget. People forget that there's, like, paparazzi v- videos of her, like, sobbing after fights with her boyfriend. There's, like, she's, like, out and about, like, photographed, like, getting drunk. But, like, it's, like, she just kind of, like, pushes them under the rug. I I love it. I mean, I'm here for it. But, like, Emma is lit. She's, like, secret. She's, like, a secret babe. She is a truly secret babe. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I just love that Instagram, like, you can really, like, make your own journey. Yeah. But the reality. mm -mm. Ryan knows. I know the truth. (laughs) I have Emma's number. But I like her. Well, I love her. I think the bangs. And Emma, if you're listening, I'm on Team Emma. Well, you know Emma. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to comment on my friend. <laughs> <laughs> on my dear friend. No, well, I like her. I'm saying this all with really? love. Really? Because you're attacking I'm her saying character. this all with love. Like, I'm like, honey, like, you did a good job. You're defaming like, her. You, she kept, she does a good thing, jo- good job keeping things under wraps. She and keeps she, her shit together. She keeps her shit together. She, like, she has her shit together. She has That's her shit together. Thing. I know. Like, I think that she's found, like, a really happy medium of, like, I think she does what she needs to do, but then keeps her shit together, which is the mark of like a true babe exclamation point. Because because she babes out in a very, she babes out and doesn't get messy about it. And it doesn't, well, sometimes, but I mean, not in (laughs) a way, notwithstanding. Well, yeah, I guess that's like not (laughs) the least messy way you could handle that situation, but bounces back and it's kind of like a blip on the radar so she's figured out how to yes how to live her truest babe moments without making that her she's also identity. i have to say she seems anorexia but she has again turned that anorexia into health and wellness and a brilliant marketing move she was on the cover of shape Mm-hmm. And it was all about her just being like, well, this is what I do to keep healthy. Da, 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 da. Yeah, Pilates. And you're literally like, you're real thin. But she's, she's also real- like, t- just tiny as like in stature. Is she? Yeah. She's like five but babe, or something. She's thin. Well, spoken like a jealous housewife that just gained 10 pounds. Fair enough. <laughs> so anyway, Emma, I love you. Keep doing what you're doing. You're a babe, but you're also a babe. Yeah. You're a babe. You're a babe on the streets. Wait. Wait. She's a babe on the streets and a babe at at her house. (laughs) In private. With the lights down low. (laughs) With her friends. With no paparazzi. Love and light. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about 
Wait, what's your babe of the week? Um, I don't even know. Oh, all right. I don't really have a babe of the week. Well, there was two on mine, so it's fine. Yeah, I guess you're just covering the babe of the week. Because I truly am like, who's my babe of the week? And I can't really think of anything. All right. That must mean it's you. <laughs> when you can't think of a babe, it's usually you. No, I've been like not so babe this no, week. No, I know. You've not been babe. It's true. I don't know. I have to think about that. Maybe I'll find... So we're going to, we got emails. We got a lot of emails this week and I'm excited about reading them. We got some, is it babe too? Okay. So let's go through those first. Okay. Molly writes us, is it babe to have a crush on a 58 year old? I'm 27. And should I make a move? Um, I don't think it's weird at all. (laughs) I love older men and I love my dad too. So I don't have daddy issues at all. Like if, if anything, I have mommy issues, Yeah, I, but like daddy issues I don't have. I am so into older men. Um, so 27 to 58, I would fuck a 58 year old for sure. And I'm yeah. 31, but it's also different. I guess. Never mind. What? I was going to say it's different if you're a guy, but it's, I mean, maybe I'm, I'm, that's so gendered and maybe not true. Yeah. I mean, Here's the deal. I think that there's such thing as like totally hot older men. And I'm a huge like fan of a hot older man. When you make a move, things you like give up certain elements of dating. And that when you date older men, I find that you really wouldn't be confronted with in a relationship with a younger man. Like he might need like a breathing machine at night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just certain men. I assume that if this guy's 58 and she wants to fuck him, that he's like a Dennis Quaid 58. And yeah, not but babe, like, and not like a Randy Dennis Quaid. Quaid. You can be a Dennis Quaid 58 and still have like sleep apnea and still require. But if you're a Dennis reading. Quaid 58 and not a Randy Quaid 58, that means you still look like Dennis Quaid. Well, yeah, you can look good, but you can still, you're almost 60 years old. You're like kind of an old person. I would still, I would fuck. I would fuck Dennis Quaid with a breathing machine on. Yeah. Like, I would literally fuck him late. I'm not saying I wouldn't fuck. Like, I've fucked people that have had to use breathing machines at night. But (laughs) I'm just saying, it's like, when you're dating older men, you realize, like... It's a different... They have a whole different... They have a whole different journey. Well, it's a... It's a... Yeah. But it's better than dating 27-year-old men. Yeah. I would say 58 is definitely a step above 27. Yeah. So, I think it's great. And she should make a move. Yeah. Definitely make a move. And report back. And report... Please report I also back. Want a pick. What? I want to get. Oh yeah, wanna, send a pick. Send a pick. Report back. Like make a move. Yeah. You got this. Yeah. Okay. Then let us know if he wears a breathing machine. <laughs> <laughs> and again, not a deal breaker. Not a deal. Not breaker. a deal breaker. Not a deal. It's not a deal breaker. It's just an interesting it's just thing. A, it's a development. You're just like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Like I've reached the point in my life where like I'm gonna date someone. They might have to wear a breathing machine when they yeah. sleep. Yeah. That's just. That's not every guy, though, Laura. I don't... Babe, when did I say that was every guy? Literally never. I'm just saying... So true. That some guys... (laughs) (laughs) Like, some guys wear breathing machines. Fair enough. When you age and start dating older people, they... Things happen. I would love for you to date a 58-year-old. Yeah, like a 58-year-old? Yeah, a hot one. I mean, maybe, but they have to be... Another thing about old guys, which I will say, too, is that... You can be really into them, but the older the guy, the more set in their ways they are. So that's like true. you that's can meet really a guy true. that's really it's hot. It's gotta be a just out of water kind of relationship because you can't get them to change. You yeah, you're never them. like they need to be like well adjusted and have their shit together. And I kind of tend to assume that any fifty eight year old man that's who's single. like sexy and single uh-huh. is Not. highly damaged. I think you're right. Okay. And, 
So tread with caution. Know that you might be getting into a situation that you won't love and then just be able to get out of it if it doesn't suit you. And also just talk to us. Yeah, and tell us everything because I'm really invested in this. Okay, from Justin. Hi, Ryan and Lara. Devoted viewer here. I just listened to both of the new podcasts for 2018, which were truly great, but also a bit of a low-grade troll. I say this because I listened to them while working late on a rendering. I'm in grad school for costume design and then maniacally cleaning my apartment while drinking too much wine at 3 a.m. It's 3.10 and I'm writing this. I might be babying out. Hearing you guys discuss your anxiety and depression made me realize I've been avoiding my own troubles. I've been in a funk since before the holidays and I'm trying to identify the source of the issue. One of the big recent changes in my life is that I moved to a new city for grad school and got my own apartment. As a 22-year-old virgin with an apartment all to myself, I decided it was time to get a dick in my ass, as Ryan would say. Aww. So I made the decision to do it with this grinder guy from New Zealand named Jono. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And he that. said, lol, babe. Oh, that's funny. Then I did it again the next day with the Spanish lit PhD named Nathan, who literally read a passage from this book that he's been translating to me after we fucked. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. He went from being a virgin to getting fucked twice. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Good for him. Um, needless to say, I thought I was a sex god, so I thought I was falling in love with Nathan for about three weeks. Then he weirdly asked to define the relationship, cried, and said he couldn't be in a long-term thing (laughs) with me. It was probably my fault for coming on too strong. Anyways, after being single for 22 years, I was like, this is no big deal. Breakups happen. I'm not going to be annoying about it. So I repressed all my feelings about it. Cut to three months later, I'm sitting on my apartment floor writing to a podcast at 3 a.m. Hell. Aw, Okay. Okay, you're um, babing. He's babing out, but that's but okay. But it's okay. It's not, that's a natural babe. That's the first step to recover, being in recovery yeah. from, babe, from being a babe, mm-hmm. is to admit that you're being a babe. Um, honesty will get you a lot of places. Yeah. Um, I would say for him, uh, if repression is his thing, uh, I would not drink. To me, okay, so like, to me, like, I drink more when I'm feeling anxious. Okay, so this is the way I think about it. I drink more when I'm anxious because I want to quell the anxiety and I also have anxiety about like falling asleep sometimes and I'll just drink to like fall asleep easier. But the reality is that the sleep you have is is truly terrible. To me, it's like when you drink because you're anxious, it's almost like you're charging it on a credit card and you're going to have to pay it off later. So it feels good in the, in the moment, but honey, you're like that debt collector is going to call mm-hmm. and you're going to pay up in a real way. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like putting a bandaid over a huge, large wound. So I would say uh, in this moment uh, to not drink so much wine uh, and to go to therapy. <laughs> yeah. Go to therapy or if you can't afford therapy, a good option is like doing free writing journal. Like tell yourself right when you wake up in the morning, you're going to journal like two pages a day Yeah, and see and just don't judge any of the words that you write. Just like free write to get all your thoughts out. And for me, that's like something I started before therapy that showed me that I really needed to go to therapy. And so that's like, but it was a way to also see like mentally check in with myself and be like, what's going on? What am I dealing with? What are my feelings about X, Y, Z? And like what, and it helped me figure out the next step and the next direction. But also don't hold in your emotions. Like if you feel something, say something. Yeah. And I feel like when you hold in your emotions, it's like holding in a giant fart. Mm -hmm. Like it's like not fun. Yeah. So, um, and then your body just absorbs the fart, which is not good. And it like gets into like weird territory. 
yeah like affects other areas of your life mm-hmm. um so but congrats, on, congrats on on well, de- deflowering yourself. honestly like the fact that he did that was really great that's like a great step mm-hmm. so welcome to the he got rid of that one troll and like entered. hello from the other hello, side right? i know so good for him yeah you're gonna be fine where does he live he didn't say he didn't say all right <laughs> um and then i think we have one more Okay, Jacob writes us. Okay. He says, hey, babes, this last episode checked all the boxes for me. Dramatic, <laughs> supposedly fun thing I'll never do again-esque reactions to Key West and its subpar drag queens? Check. Berating your family over the holidays because they did the unspeakable? Check. But the thing I wanted to tell you about specifically is a truly hashtag dark babe out I had surrounding the election. When he who must not be named was elected back in 2016, the golden days of past folly and lolly, I was away at college for four hours from home. My parents, longtime Republicans, but truly lovely and caring people who welcomed my coming out with open arms, couldn't bite the bullet and pull the lever for HRC. In a fit of babe, I told my mom that I was going to kill myself, since clearly that's what she wanted based on her vote, and then proceeded to let her think I had done it for four days before contacting her hindsight it might have been a bit dramatic but i was grasping for some sort of control i still stand by the decision what do you think no babe yeah <laughs> uh, it's also not no it's a babe it's past question mark it is a babe we, well i'm gonna know babe. more i want to know more by the way like, this, this how did actually he, is how like, did he not make wait how did she think for four days that her son was dead did he like how was he not was he just like i'm killing myself and then just didn't talk call to her, her for four days. But wouldn't she call the police? Like, wouldn't she call the police? I'm confused. Like, this I, is actually I like, know, I need to know more info. Cause I'm actually like, really, how can you, how can you fake your own death for four days? That's my question. This is a babe ellipses. Like this is a, he's created a new, a new tier. Yeah. A new there's you. Congratulations, Jacob. You created a new tier of babe, which is just babe dot, dot, dot. Yeah. It's a dot, dot, dot. It's a dot, dot, dot. I mean, I love it. I live for like, I mean, I live for like a, I'm going to kill myself moment, a threat to other people to get back at them because it's truly a psychotic thought to think that you're going to hurt somebody by killing yourself yeah, I or know, threatening right? to kill yourself. It's literally because, cutting like, off your nose to spite your own face. Yeah. It's literally like killing yourself to, to hurt someone else, yeah. like it, which makes no sense. Yeah. So it's like a total babe psychotic thing to do. I've been there. It I have not been there. <laughs> as someone who has been like that's it i'm killing myself oh, yeah, and then tried to do that. it it's like i get it but i also don't but get he it. didn't even try to do it he just said it i know he said it and then let everyone think that he for did 40s it. but like again like his mom i'm just imagining his mom i'm gonna kill myself bye and then his mom just doesn't call anyone for four like what yeah we need more like info, i need more maybe. info that's very bizarre to me but also because i would call the campus police immediately and be like check on my son who like had threatened to kill himself yeah so <laughs> In regards to just the election and all that drama, it's like, yes, these things... It's not worth fake killing yourself It's not worth fake killing yourself, and doing that kind of thing is going to make your relationship with your family much, much worse. Well, because there's no trust. It's not going to make it better, yeah. It does not make it better. And so I get that, like, all of this election stuff is insanely triggering, and everything that's happening is, like, so triggering, especially when your family doesn't see things the same way that you do. It just is, like, the recipe for disaster, but... You have to find a way to talk to them about it and be, or resolve be chill. it and be chill and not and maybe go to go, a suicide pl- fake suicide place. And maybe you should place. also go to therapy. Maybe yeah. you should skip journaling and go to therapy. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Because that is true. You are I respect. Therapy. I really respect the levels of babe, but I also am like I don't. I don't endorse those levels of babe. Yes, I respect them. Don't endorse them. Yes, but love you. Love you. Mean it. Love. But you. also love you to death. <laughs> literally love you. Literally love you. Obsessed no. with you. But also need no. to know more. And your journey is everything. But get your shit together. Yeah. Okay. I agree. That's <laughs> <laughs> so if you want us to answer your oh, that was questions, it? well, yeah, but then we're going to do more. We don't have, that was it for, is it babe? Oh, what are the other ones? The is it babe portion of this podcast has come to an oh. end, <laughs> but if you want to get your, Oh, I love these things. Write in more. Yeah, please. Write in more. Tell us, follow up. If you like, is it babe is my favorite. Yeah. I is love it babe it. too? Dot, dot, dot. Okay. So, Oh my God. So this is really exciting because my friend Kate from like a girl that I grew up with, like have known since like grade school Mm -hmm. wrote in and she recently like started listening to the podcast and then wrote in this email. Lara and Ryan, first I'm sending you samples of Natura Bisset skincare. Let me know your address and I'll send you some. Anything with the initials VD should never, ever be put on one's face. (gasps) Oh, that's funny. I love that. Also, by the way, I've relapsed. I, I do Vintner's Daughter again. How's it going? Great. I But it always is great in the beginning. So we'll see. We'll see. Here's the deal. My mom bought me a bottle of Vintner's Daughter for the holidays right when Vintner's Daughter revealed its true self to me. And I couldn't say anything to my mom because she already bought it. It was on its way to me. So now I have this full bottle of Vintner's Daughter and I feel really weird not doing anything with it. So I'm just like, well, so now I'm using it as a night serum. And I just wear it before bed. Mm -hmm. And then it's been good. My skin looks good, right? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Anyways. (laughs) Well, I feel betrayed and I think the readers feel betrayed. The readers need to understand that my mom got me this $200 bottle of whatever and I need to use it. Fair enough. I come from Ventura. (laughs) I don't like to waste that much money. (laughs) Seems like this justice warrior just got off the justice train. We'll see. I mean, I might get off. I might get on it again if it caused me to break out. So let's continue the email. Okay, sorry. I feel like I need to add a disclaimer. I live in Mississippi, grew up with Lara, and I'm not a psycho stalker who is going to show up at your door, just sending loads of fun skincare because having a fucked up face isn't chic. So since I know very little about LA, could you both comment on this? One, is Kyle Richards store really a thing? I'm assuming it is somewhat staged, like the Vander Trash people actually working at Sir. Surely it's for the show because her style is actually horrible. She has access to a ton of fantastic brands, yet waves her magic retail wand and ends up looking really bad. Stop with the bell sleeve. Oh my God, the bell sleeves are truly horrific. Yeah, they are a troll. Kyle's Richards fashion. The email's not done. I'm sorry. (laughs) I... Stop interrupting my friend Kate. Sorry. I love this podcast. Lara, Butch driving through the Sonic for a Coney dog. You can't make this shit up. <laughs> now picture this. Oh, a Courtney Love's face plastered all over a t-shirt, like Lala's pop art face shirt with the word spiritual gangster. I can get behind that and would love to buy it on babemerch.com. That's great. That's great. Spiritual gangster. Kate, I love you. Thanks for listening. That's a great idea for spiritual gangster. Yeah. Start getting what if we did one called spiritual lawler no 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 we could get spiritual but we need a different word than lawler doesn't work it doesn't work as well as spiritual Spiritual yeah it's awful kate actually witnessed uh my dad babing out one time when we were like in middle school really yeah 
I had her over and I need to know from her if she remembers this, but I had her over to like hang out or like maybe spend the night and the next day we were like, she was in the car with me and my three younger siblings and my dad. And we were deciding to like go get McDonald's for lunch. So we go in the McDonald's drive through and like, this was right when my parents had separated. They weren't like, I don't think they were divorced yet, but they were separated. My dad was living in this like really unclear condo mm-hmm. and he was like not good at dealing with like all four kids at once. Like it was just like too much for him yeah, and he'd get enough. really trolled out by it. And like the most, troll experience of all with us as children was trying to take us to McDonald's because everyone had a different order and you'd have to like check all the orders and make sure like I was totally I was like chill like so chill I would just yes I was like I just want like a number five with a diet coke like Uh, I would not make any I would get a double quarter pounder with cheese and like meal or whatever and, and like meal <laughs> like the meal version yeah and my brother jake would get a cheeseburger meat and cheese only my sister my brother kurt would get a hamburger no cheese ketchup only and my sister would get a cheeseburger with meat cheese and ketchup only so it was like truly like that's horrible very confusing yeah and so we're in this lot and it was like confusing to have an, it was like embarrassing to have an outsider bear witness to this like yes. high dysfunctional order. And I remember, so we go to this drive, we're in the McDonald's drive through and my dad's like trying to place the order, but he can't get everyone's orders, right? Like mm-hmm. he can't get my siblings orders and he keeps like fucking up saying <laughs> them. And then my siblings are like, no, I want the <laughs> cheese and meat only. And my dad's getting like more and more oh, frustrated. No. And like, finally, he's like, finally gets through like two of their orders and gets to Jake's, which is like meat and cheese only on a cheeseburger. And he's like, one cheeseburger, like meat. And then Jake was like, no, no, it's meat and cheese. And so finally, my dad is like at the end of his rope and he's like, gets the order in and he's like, kind of fuming. And then Jake was like, Jake was like, you need to get it right. It's not that hard. Like, just say it. And my dad was like, my dad was like, Jake, I need you to chill. And then Jake's like, well, you wouldn't like it if they got your order wrong. So you need to get our orders right. And my dad goes, Jake, at this moment, I'm so hungry. I'd eat just about anything. And then Jake goes, well, would you eat a pig with the skin on it? And my dad lost his shit. He goes, shut up. Everybody shut up and started screaming. And Kate and Kate's was, in the car. Kate was in the car. There was, was truly I was so mortified. Like I could have died from embarrassment in that moment. There was nothing worse than your friends seeing the a family the mechanic, like the, yeah. uh, the dynamics. There was it was humiliating. I remember once having a friend over. Um, cause my mom, this is dark. I had a friend over in sixth grade. My sister's like, comes out. She goes, Oh, Ryan, mom got really drunk last night. And I was just like, Oh, <laughs> and my friend was like, weird. And I was like, Oh, cause my mom had a drinking problem yeah. for a long time. So, uh, it was really traumatizing. Also, I told you, I, I think I mentioned this on this podcast that my dad would make my friends pay for things. Oh, I, didn't, I, I don't think you mentioned that. Have I ever talked about it? I, I'm pretty sure I did. My dad is really cheap as a per, like, it's actually, it's like pathological. It like goes beyond anything. Like we would go to McDonald's and I wasn't allowed to get a cheeseburger because it caught the cheese cost extra. So we'd get the hamburger and then he'd grill the cheese on it at home. Uh, <laughs> and then 
And then we'd go out to a movie or a dinner with my friends when my friends were like 12 years old. And my dad would be like, hey, you want to kick in a few bucks to my friends? Uh, He'd make my friends pay for their movies. Wow. He'd make my friends pay for their meal. And they were like 11 years old. <laughs> it was it was traumatizing. And I yeah. think honestly, the way my dad is with money is the reason why I'm so loosey goosey like, with money. Live, laugh, love. I, well, I'm like live, laugh, spend. And yeah. I think, and, and I think that neither way is right, but it, definitely I think the way I am is a direct reflection of my dad being such a cheap psycho. My dad will drive like my dad recently. This is a story that happened recently a few weeks ago was like, I need to go to the car wash. And um, and I'm like, okay, well, great. We can go to any car wash. He goes, no, there's one in Tarzana that's really cheap. So we drive like 10 miles out of our way to Tarzana, which is like not chic. And we like go to this like this gas, this um, car wash where there's literally a guy on meth shirtless and screaming at the, at the sky. And it's like tense and weird. And like we go through the car wash. The car wash like stops. We get stuck in the car wash. No. Yeah. And then it gets like, then we get it going again. We finally do it. The guy on meth is screaming. And it's like, my dad probably saved like $2 on this. Do you know what I'm talking about? He probably spent like, didn't That's what actually I mean. save That's what money I mean. because of the gas. Uh, the gas. Exactly. So he goes out of his way and it's just such a troll. It is such a fucking troll. Yeah. I remember. My dad is cheap. I, we went, we got back home and like dropped Kate off. Cause I think her, I think she lived like really close by my dad's condo. At the time, or she lived like in the same neighborhood as his like weird con- like separation condo, and like she went home, and then I just went in and like raged at my dad. I was like, "How dare you!" I was like, "You are so embarrassing!" Like, so embarrassing. Why would you do that? Like, can't you just keep your shit together? Like, I was traumatized by it. It's it's really real. Like family, tro- family, like, like when you're that age, because like you're embarrassed by your parents just existing. Yeah. So it's like added on to like any kind of meltdown or real moment. You're so triggered because you, it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever, whatever. <laughs> anyway, everyone did, has, did we finish Kate's family? Yeah. We finished Kate's right. Um, yeah, we finished. Thank Kate's. you for the skin products. Kate. We'll, yeah, review. we'll get back to you and review them. Here's another hater of Key West. Oh, okay. Anna writes, shit, this episode spoke to me. Your tale of Key West was literally my life in November. I took my second trip, not exactly my choice. Boyfriend's dad has a timeshare there for the boat races. Ooh, timeshare. I'm he already used trolled. To race, he used to race. Side note, chic or not chic? Um, chic. Sure. It's kind of like NASCAR of the nautical world. Unclear. To Key West, and boy, do I get you on so many levels. Let's break it down. One, the town slash bar scene at night. Not for me. Absolute trash and not even fun, cool trash, but like middle American <laughs> garbage. Oh, yes, Anna. Two, Cuban coffee. Yes. Yes. One of the only positives. Did you visit the Cuban coffee queen yes. truck by chance? Oh. That's where I went every day. Yeah. Adorable and actually the best CC in town. So yes. much so that I ordered some to be shipped to New York for my boyfriend's Christmas gift. Oh, Nice. Three, it's just a taxing and not super relaxing environment. What no one tells you before you go is that there's pretty much like no actual beaches. There's none. That's also a troll. There's no beach. sparse and hard to come by. I digress. I'm reading what I wrote and semi-hating myself for sounding like a babe, but feel it's a safe space to complain where people get me. I know too many people who are actually really like Key West, and I fake my enjoyment so as not to hurt feelings. Plus, my boyfriend's family pays for my entire trip pretty much, so <laughs> I'm not an Fair even enough. bigger troll for all of the above. 
I just needed to air my similar experience in Key West. Thank you for the hilarious anecdotes, Ryan. I think that this is a safe space for people that go on vacations and don't love them. Yeah. Like, I feel like... Well, now I'm worried about putting her on blast. Why? Because what if her boyfriend and his family listen to this episode? His family? I don't think so. Honey, you never know. But uh, I love Anna, and I wish that I had met her, and we could have done Key West together. Mm Mm-hmm. Next time. Next time. No, there won't be a next time. Isn't there a village people song about Key West? I don't know. I don't know. I blocked it JK. out. Key West is a distant memory in my brain. Well. Love. Keep was on writing us. There's more. I mean, do you want to read more? Yeah. Oh, this one's a good one. Okay. Hi, Laura and Ryan. 2007 was the year of the babe for yours truly. My biggest babe moment was returning from a live, laugh, love trip to Amsterdam with my BFF and roommate, who's birthday happened to be the day we returned to the states instead of spending her birthday with her and lolling over our crazy international shenanigans i chose to go to uh caddy with some friends at a golf course chic got absolutely trashed came home took a bath fell asleep in said bath and missed her entire birthday party (laughs) (laughs) well i'm not (laughs) that's babe well i'm not one to care much about birthdays they're pretty arbitrary in my mind i i mean you don't actually do anything to be born congrats when you literally fall asleep in a bathtub for, due to intoxication, it's time for a little bit of self-reflection. For those interested, we didn't talk to... Oh, my God. For those interested, she didn't talk to me for an entire week afterwards, which was super awkward considering we live and work together. <laughs> We're actually better than ever in terms of friendship and roommates now, but sometimes you have to hit rock bottom to rise up again, you know? I would say to keep my anonymity on on the show if you decide to read this due to her embarrassment, but this story is so oddly specific, anyone I know who listens to this podcast will immediately know it's me. Here's to leaving the babe in 2007 and a babe 2018. Um, That is hilarious. That's hilarious. I... In a completely weird move, Deanie's birthday, my friend Deanie, <laughs> this was weird. Deanie, who was just on Sexy Unique podcast. Yeah, she was. Yeah. She was. Um, she's great. And she had a birthday party and I got the day wrong. And I literally like, it was on a Tuesday and I was getting ready to go to it, like literally dressed. And I just, I checked the invite one more time and it was like, it happened two days earlier. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, Deanie, I'm sorry I didn't show up to your birthday. I thought it was a state. It was weird. It definitely felt like a still Alice moment. I yeah. was just like, am I losing my mind? That's crazy. I know. I've never got, like, to get the day wrong? Yeah. That's crazy, right? That's I don't weird. I think I've gotten the day wrong on something before. You haven't? I, no. I never do. You know me. I'm so punctual and, like, so, like, organized. That was crazy. That, like, threw me for a loop rightly so yeah so anyway i explained to her that i just completely got the day wrong and <laughs> she accepted it yeah but yeah missing missing the birthday party because you fell asleep drunk in the bath yeah that's falling not... asleep in a bath is like you should be a little how old is she I, did she say no kind of honestly to me the age is dependent in this story the i'm like if you're if you're like 23 or 24 just falling asleep in a bath is how whitney houston died so you well, have to be careful whitney houston yeah it's true uh yeah she fell asleep in a bath and died yeah <laughs> and as this girl also was under the influence and fell asleep in the bath so i just get concerned about that and just want you to be safe yes but i love that babe story because it is a we want you to babe. babe safely yeah yeah um cool well, I think that's right. it. Cool. I still can't think of like a babe of the week for me. So I guess you'll just have two. Okay. So we have Sky and Emma. Sky and Would Emma. love to ha- have see them hang out together. Sky and Emma. I wonder if they've met. I'm sure they have. Is this going to end with a yawn? It started with a yawn. It and started with a yawn and ended with a yawn. Oh. 
come full circle. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, we'll we'll see you next week. And, see you uh, next week. In the meantime, we'll hopefully have more information on t-shirts and. Uh, well, the t-shirts whatever. are going to be a long journey, so I don't think it's gonna. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna have that much more information yeah, as of right. next week. So, you're like, right. let's I'm sorry, but stay tuned because there is merch coming, and I'll let you know if I broke my dry January tonight. <laughs> Spoiler alert, he's breaking it. Ew, now I'm not going to break it. Fuck um, you. And if you thank you to everyone that took our listener survey. If you're wanting to take the listener survey, go to babepodcast.com and just scroll down. And oh, and vote see a for us. To, yeah, you'll see a button to take the survey. And also vote for us. In the BuzzFeed thing. How long is that open for voting? I don't know. BuzzFeed has this thing, uh, what's the most underrated podcast of 2018? And we would love it if you voted for Babe. That would make our hearts swell to the size of grapefruits. I feel like that's going to end before this podcast goes live. No, just let it, just keep it in. Okay. Well, <laughs> vote for us. And also, we have an Instagram now. Oh, we do. Yeah, babe yeah. Podcast. So follow us on Instagram because we're going to post tons of pictures of babes and then also like recommendations for stuff. Ryan literally has his hand in his pants touching his dick right now on the couch. What? so gross i'm a man <laughs> i'm a man okay we love you guys we're we love so you. happy to have this culture of babes mm-hmm. little community babes write us emails at babepodcast at gmail.com and babe we trust love you bye bye okay actually we just took a little break and i watched and we watched the Lindsay Lohan interview on Wendy Williams. It was incredible. It was incredible. Highly recommend. But I've decided that Wendy is my babe of the week. Oh, not Lindsay. Not Lindsay. It's a twist. Oh, I thought it was Lindsay. Well, like, Wendy is literally, like, all of us. She's so lit for Lohan. And, like... But also, she she asks. She's asking the hard hitting questions. questions. She's asking she the questions her, that we would want to ask. She literally said, "Oh, remember when I saw you at American Idol and you were like getting up to go to the bathroom a lot? Ha ha ha! Cocaine." Like she literally just referenced her doing coke. And then in the she first goes, two minutes. How are you making money? How are you making, <laughs> how are you making money? She What's made your Lindsay income? List her sources of income. <laughs> Which words? power move? Okay. And Wendy also was like. So is it Lohan or Lohan at the very end? It was weird. It was weird. She was Wendy, trolling Lindsay, but also... She's trolling, but also... I don't think, I don't think Wendy is aware that she's trolling. She's no, a fan. When, Wendy's like a true fan. And that's what I realized is that she's a real babe and when it thing, comes to Lindsay, as we all are. I loved her grandma that was in the audience that was propped up like Weekend at Bernie's style. Because mm-hmm. she's like not here. She was wearing a tiara. She looked like she was in a coma. Oh, Nana Lohan is like... <laughs> she's one foot in the grave. I mean, she's the woman who's responsible for Dina and Lindsay. So mm-hmm. just like suck on that. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Let that marinate. Michael was there. Michael was there. And she literally is like, what about your family? Like, Michael did it. Like, it's like she just went there. Yeah. But here's the thing with Lindsay. It's like Lindsay always presents pretty well and is articulate, but she still refuses to take any kind of responsibility for anything. Like, literally, like, she's like, well, I didn't even really go out that much. Like, I just got really bad pictures of me myself taken. She literally was like, I just got, you know, bad photos of me taken. She like, basically she's in denial, still. boils down her entire, like, like, 
kind of meltdown trajectory. She attributes it all to living in L.A. Oh, I know. She's just like, oh, it was living in L.A. Like, that was the worst thing. Like, not she like- also said things that just, like, weren't true. She was like, oh, you know, I just came off of doing 20-something odd films. And I was like, oh. She goes, I did 20 films in a row, and then I needed a chance to just take a break and do me. And that I'm never like, happened. You didn't do 20 She films. didn't do 20 films, and she was always partying no matter what. Yeah. Like, no, like all through her films. She's like, I never got to go to college and have that experience. I'm like, you started pa- partying in high school. Yeah. Like, you started partying when you were, like, 17 years old. Yeah. It's all... She's not quite there. She's not there. quite there, but it's okay. And because she lives in Dubai now. Dubai. I know. on bye. Goodbye. And... But I had a moment during this interview, too, where I was like, wait, Lindsay could have a comeback. She could, but she... she's but private Honestly, now. though, but babe, like, her Instagram presence is still insane. But she's. I, but Brit, I know, but, but Britney's Instagram presence is insane. I know that, and she but had like, to come back. I know, but I see, I see Lindsay's Instagram videos, and I'm like, oh, she's still truly insane. Yeah, she's out of her mind. Whenever but, she blows a kiss, I get triggered. She's constantly blowing kisses. You know that? It's like a weird compulsion. She's like, hello, it's Lindsay. Mwah. Oh yeah, she it's does insane. always doing that. It's she an, loves it's a kiss the new blow. Finger in the mouth. Remember how she used to always pose with her she finger in her mouth? She loved a finger in her mouth. Now yeah. it's a blow a kiss. She loves to blow the kiss. Look, Lindsay's crazy on social media, but she's still she's now kind of a mystery. Like she's off the grid, which is what I think you kind of need to be to be an actress. I think you and I are literally the only people that still follow her. No, Lindsay has a huge dedicated fan base. I don't know, babe. It's, I would love. It's gotten too dark for me. Sometimes I actually think about unfollowing her because it darks me out too much her journey i live for it and i'm also here for a Lindsay comeback someone okay. cast her in an american movie an american role it's not gonna happen she talked about a movie that she was doing called frame that truly sounded like garbage i think it's gonna be a movie that's only distributed in dubai yeah or the united arab emirates wherever Lindsay, like for her to really have a comeback she's gonna need to like she's gonna have to have a really candid interview where she takes responsibility for everything like even 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 in the interview with wendy she was like coming up with excuses for the whole oprah project like like it's just it's just nonstop excuses with her That's yeah awesome. whatever happened to her memoir that never went anywhere yeah probably because she can't sit still or maybe she doesn't know how to write well yeah but i mean also i guess like that also has to do a lot with telling the truth and like coming she doesn't want to do that stuff. she doesn't want to do that it's interesting to see her but then also it i is, kind of it ask is. it's weird it's like seeing a ghost yeah but then i also ask myself like why does she why does she have to be honest and tell everyone everything to have a comeback because it, mark Wahlberg. No, because, we literally just talked about mark Wahlberg almost killing no it's a, true but but because because i think it it puts her sobriety in question like to me to me if you're gonna do sobriety you're gonna have to do like an alexis nyers where you basically are just like I did heroin. I was doing this. I was doing that. Like, I feel like if you're, if you're truly in recovery, you're open and honest about the places that you've been. Mm -hmm. And for her to be still defensive and kind of, well, she's probably not in recovery. No, she's not. And to, 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 to to deny that whole vibe, Mm -hmm. it makes me think that she's still using. And then that makes me think that she doesn't, she's not clean. Yeah. Anyway. Well, there you go. <laughs> Watch the Wendy Williams Lindsay interview. Yeah, you won't a, be disappointed. It's two babes connecting and babing out. <laughs> it's two babes supporting their most babe, babe journeys. Yeah. All right. Bye yeah. for real.
the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.